Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. everybody it looks like we are having a very giddy start to our podcast today camille can you tell us what we're going to be learning about today well first of all i'd like to start out by saying welcome to our podcast this one's a bit off the cuff and it might be due to bloody mary's it might be due to our effervescent spirits (laughs) it might be due to our old soul selves but regardless you are here with the crew of Oh, gee, the podcast. Welcome back. This episode's going to be a fun one. <laughs> I think so. And beverages definitely help. But today we're going to talk about dating in the woo and what's sexy to you. So I'm going to start out by saying something that's always been really sexy and powerful for me and definitely for a lot of women for sure is a good voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it, girl. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got girl. the voice. Yeah, but I'm thinking about the men's right okay. now. So nice, smooth British accent. Accents are great. But I'm an audible person. So a lot of times when I listen to books, I'll stumble upon something. And even though I might not be interested in the topic, the voice is going to get me. Mm-hmm. So there is one called Green Light. By Mr. Matthew McConaughey, mm, that right, sexy right, Texas right. Scorpio, <laughs> and I can tell you, this man could just talk me to um, drive a Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say resolution, but there's just something about a voice. Another thing I really like are some good guns. A man with some good arms. She's from Texas. Got to have that Second Uh, Amendment. Pow, pow, baby. (laughs) Pow, pow. As well as a really good cologne that mixes with his sweat, like right in the Mm. little V-triangle chest hair area. I got goosebumps, girl. (laughs) I'm just saying. So, Matthew, you talk me through. (laughs) Quite the pivot. (laughs) But to jump off what Cam is saying. Yes, please do. Jump, baby, um, jump. Not quite there yet, but... But when you're talking about Audible and the voice, and sometimes you can really love a book, but if the the performer is not the right person, oh, yes. they can it's ruin crazy. the book. Oh, yes, 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 so, yes. And there's been people I've gone on many first dates with where it's like, okay, they look good, you know, their person, you know, what we've been chatting or texting, because you know, hello, day age of online dating. Uh, um, and then they speak, and it just kind of ruins it all. Well. And it's like not to be vain, but see, see if you're want, if you're going to date somebody or be with somebody seriously, you do want to listen to them. <laughs> Ideally, <laughs> true. It's only after marriage that you no longer want to. But right. I've never been married, so I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm a spinster, <laughs> a sexy spinster. Thank yes, exactly. But, but she is still mm-hmm. single and willing to mingle and looking but jaded. Yeah, uh-huh. so jaded. 
And Alexandra and Camille would both like to be related. So if there's a father-son duo out there who's listening to this, charge your crystals and send us an email. <laughs> support at omgpodcast.com. And you know, being 52, I'm open to the father or the son. I'll just be blunt. <laughs> so I get the leftovers? Wow, so nice. No, we'll stick with the father. We'll stick with the father. <laughs> so, yeah, Well, you never know. Okay. <laughs> so escalating to marriage. Let's beep, beep, beep. Back it up. Please do. And talk about first dates and the woo. Ooh. So does any anyone have any experiences they could be maybe you matched on a dating site or online they recommended or a blind date or an, you know someone set you up with an acquaintance like does anyone have anything they want to share in that realm i have a really funny story this Go is ahead, brenda man. whenever mike and i first met who is my current partner we've been together for four years he was after we started dating and he was getting to know me and I was like, yeah, I do energy work and I talk to dead people. And <laughs> the usual, he was like, all right. <laughs> it's a good thing. You're cute. Yeah. <laughs> I know girl. I got to use it for something. <laughs> so he was telling me a story when he was at a winery and which I assume was with another woman, but whatever, we're not going to talk about that. We don't have past here, you know, but anyway, he said that he was sitting next to this woman and her husband and the woman was talking about all this woo woo stuff and about dead people and about ghosts. And he was like, she's crazy. And I was like, yeah, and then you got me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I put a spell on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but to springboard off that, you had online dating. Oh, uh, mm. if you've done it, you know what I mean. And, mm-hmm. and oh, if I'm you've done. never had that experience, yeah. then mm. good for you. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've, I've openly talked about, like, I'm pagan, you know, I'm witchy. Which, you know, my mom was always like, you know, careful when you tell people because there's some real crazies out there. Not gonna lie, there are. But it was always kind of like, should I put it on my profile? Should I not? And putting it on your profile is helpful when it cuts out some of the people who mm-hmm. would just say no based on that. But then you get some of the weirdos. Oh, yeah. Um, there was somebody who had liked me and it would come up in one of my matches on some app. And it was... Not somebody I was physically attracted to based on the pictures and the filters were I left. And then it said something about simping and like had these weird pentacle neon things on the filter. And I was just like, no. Wait, I do have a question. I think you might have addressed this like in a different setting, but what is simping? Yes, please. So I had never heard that term before and I had to look it up on, you know, urbandictionary.com. And it was something, I don't know, it was about something about changing yourself to fit with the woman who you're with or something. And anyways, oh, okay. I was like, I'm not going to be responsible for that. It's a lot less dirty than I thought it was. No, but it was just like, it <laughs> yeah, really weirded me out because it was like, it was the, also the only person who had like spiritual listed on their thing. And I was mm. like, is this all that's in my lot? Right. Oh no. It's a cesspool out there. Well, I, honestly, I think there are men who are spiritual or guys, but you know, for a man, it's not okay to talk about it because they're supposed to be the man and masculine. That's a great and, point, Brenda Sue. Yeah, but there are, like, Mike is very intuitive. And mm-hmm. he kind of has opened up and told me those things as we got to know each other. But he probably wouldn't put that on a dating profile if right. he was to have one. So it's sometimes yeah. the people who do, or you're <laughs> male, female looking for a male, I have not come across great things. It's I, people who are usually, like, far on the other side of it. Right. 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 You're like... 
I'm spiritual, I'm woo-woo, I'm, you know, witchy. I was like, but I also want somebody who's sane. Yeah, you want somebody um, grounded and smart and all of those other things. So um, if you're grounded and smart out there, then, you know, I'm Sandra's single, y'all. She is, and she's real cute. She is so beautiful. beautiful. Not that they're shamelessly plugging me, but I appreciate the <laughs> Okay, I'm going to take a minute here and just lift you up a little bit. But I'm sitting here looking at Miss Alexandra, and she's gorgeous. She's in her 20s. She has this beautiful russet-colored long hair, and her little pentagram necklace is just nestled perfectly on her lovely milky white cleavage. <laughs> and there is a brain on top of all this, is my point. This woman is a catch. You heard it here first. But you were saying. Thank was, you, Kim. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, extremely intelligent. Inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, Rosalie here. I just kind of wanted to comment on what Brenda said. It, you know, when it comes to the woo, you just hear of women. You rarely hear of men. Yeah. But in my family, my father is very woo, but will not admit it. Mm. But yeah. when it's things, not masculine. things come to him very intuition, it's like if he has a dilemma. He are trying to figure out how to fix something. He's a jeweler and he will just sit there and meditate on it for a second. And all it's, it's like, it reminds me of the Jimmy Neutron brain blast where <laughs> uh, all of a sudden he's like, oh, I've got it. Okay. And he fixes it, you know, just the craziest things. He's always been able to do that, but he will not admit that he is a channeler, a channeler mm-hmm. or intuition or any of that stuff. Men will not admit it. And then my son is very intuitive, but fights it tooth and nail and Mm. will not admit that he is intuitive Mm. and has these gifts. And the crazy thing is that this runs in the family bloodline. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's why won't men admit that they are open to this stuff? My husband just rolls his eyes at me. Toxic masculinity is a hell of a drug. Or (laughs) sometimes you'll find the men who are, and you'll think they're cute or attractive. And then they turn out to be gay, which is great for the gay community mm-hmm. and sucks for the women around because you're just like, oh, you're everything. Or, yeah. Or if you're straight, his name is Alistair and he breeds snakes. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just, I, that's but all hey, I have to say. even yeah. if he is gay and he can be your new BFF. True. And you know, it all makes sense. But now we're going to have a little word from our sexy sponsor. Hi, this is Chandra. Brenda and I would like to invite you as part of our podcast community to join us on either Facebook or Instagram live each Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern U.S. time, where we give free Oracle readings for fans of the show. Just follow us on our OMG podcast, Facebook or Instagram page. You can post or DM us your questions there each week with the hashtag woo woo wisdom and then tune in at 11 a.m. each Friday on our page to watch your free reading. If you can't join us live, don't worry. You can always catch it on the replay. This is just our way of saying thank you for being part of our woo-woo family. Hope to see you this Friday. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So speaking of um, not Alistair and the snake breeding, but back to the homosexual community, (laughs) um, (laughs) I have some experience from that perspective, obviously. And 
So my husband and I have been together for 10 years this year. Isn't that crazy? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And married for seven this upcoming New Year's Eve. And we're just best friends. And I think that we really like cultivated a really good friendship and got to know each other really well before we started dating. And that was sort of when I started opening up to my intuition and, and developing language for like my empathy and my anxiety and trying to understand why my brain functions the way that it does. I'm a huge verbal processor. So I'm just like, blah, 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 you know, like word vomiting onto him. So anyways, love you. But prior to us meeting, um, dated some real shit bags. And um, it's interesting because in, I don't know what, <laughs> being a decade out of the dating scene, I don't know what it's like now for like guys who date other guys or men who date other men, but there's all these weird because of toxic masculinity, like weird social cues on a date that like who makes the first move, especially if it's an online platform, like who reaches out first, then who shares their number first to like text each other, who invites the person on the date. And then once you're on the date, who pays for it? Or do you just split the check separately? Like I was always the kind of person because I'm a verbal processor and empathetic. I try to have that conversation like, there so i'm like you know do you just want to pay for each other separately whatever and just that way we're on the same page and there's not like a miscommunication or whatever or expectation Um, or expectation exactly so prior to being like aware of the woo and whatever within myself i dated this guy back in high school and you know he was nice enough joined the military after we broke up so i don't know what that (laughs) says about myself but um (laughs) He, uh, <laughs> or what happened to him after that? <laughs> what happened? To, well, I've like seen him, uh, ran into him, like we didn't speak, but well, anyways, I don't know what to share, what, what not to share, but anyways, <laughs> he took me on a date, quote unquote, once. And this now, I was 16 and stupid. Uh, who among us, you know? Right. right. Mm-hmm. So he had, he was living with his mom. So I was 16. He was 19, maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, talk about to catch a case. <laughs> you know, looking back on it, like, that wasn't legal. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> but I digress. For him, not me. So, anyways, he worked at uh, Ruby Tuesdays, which, if you are not from the South or America, is a chain restaurant. Um, not even as nice as, like, a Chili's or a DGI Fridays. No. And they have a salad bar, right? <laughs> so, he was a server, lived with his mom, and I just saw, you know, red flags are flying. And I just... <laughs> Kept on, but, but he must have been sexy. <laughs> he actually was pretty cute. He was there you pretty go. cute. There you go. Um, but you know, and muscular and stuff. He's been doing the military and whatnot, so that was a thing too at the time. And and I th- and I had this like I had this warped perception of masculinity that I need to date like a football player, yeah, or this like super masculine like could just whisk me away. And it's like I don't <laughs> want that. Like I want to be completely independent and have my other person be independent and you know whatever. And now I found it. But anyways, beat beat back up again. We went on this date and I was driving. And so we are going to, you guessed it, y'all, Ruby, Ruby Tuesdays. Tuesdays. <laughs> and not only a Ruby Tuesdays, the one he worked at. Show me a okay. sign. Mm-hmm. Any sign. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting. Are we not supposed to be together? So we go in and he's like talking to all his fucking coworkers. And I'm like sitting there in the booth. And then we, you know, have dinner, we're talking, whatever. Like we were boyfriends at this point because we'd been on several other dates that weren't this. So it's like maybe he got comfortable real quick. I don't know. <laughs> then gets the check and asks them to split it. So he gets his employee discount 
at this Ruby Tuesday. Oh. And I got to pay full price for the salad bar. And I drove this there. And you're 16. And I'm 16. So anyways, and then, you know, and because that still wasn't the explosion in my mind. And I kept seeing him, unfortunately. And then one thing led to another. A fadoodle led to a fadoodle. And I got a sore throat. And so I just, of course, accused him. I was like, well, oh God, this must be an STD, you know. <laughs> I, because I was 16. Who among us? And so he was texting me and I was like, I'm just sick. And I really think it's, I think you gave me something. Like, I just like looking back, it's like, how rude of me. But it's also like, he made me pay a Ruby Tuesday's full price. Right. You know, at 16. Even Warren so, Jeffs would have paid the tab. And you know what I mean? So anyways, I, that was basically our breakup. I was like, hey, I think you gave me something. And then I went and got a strep test. And <laughs> it was strep throat, which is totally unrelated to what happened. Thank Lord. You know. <laughs> I have a really funny story. Please, please. please. So this was post-divorce from husband number two, who was a huge cheater. No, husband number one. Sorry. That was like less than a year. I have to keep them, you know, keep them straight by numbers. We'll upload a uh, bullet point list, <laughs> right. actually, in the show notes for Brenda's relationship history. As long as they're not scared of you these days, that's all I hope for. Yeah, exactly. So back in the day, it's like every day it used to take me to a Japanese restaurant. Did that mm. ever happen to y'all? Oh, I mean, they, were they cook in front of you type and, thing? Yeah. Like a hibachi? Oh, okay. Because um, I was going to jump in and say, let's be honest. Sushi is not a sexy first no, meal. Mm-hmm. Don't take no. somebody out for sushi on no. the first date. You get no. a tuna no. farts, girl. It is not it. Yeah. Well, there's the parasite risk, but I'm a Virgo and we'll talk about that later. Brenda Sue, you were saying. Yeah. So <laughs> I met this person at the place that I worked. He had come in and, you know, it was a little flirtation. Then we decided we talked to each other on the phone because, you know, we didn't have cell phones back then. So we were actually talking on the real phone. Ooh. And that so, that's right. <laughs> so he was going to take me out on a date. So y'all, he had a El Camino, half truck, half car. Y'all know what I'm Probably talking about. Oh, <laughs> was there a blanket in the back? <laughs> so we're driving down I-40 by Wendover, <laughs> and they were doing road construction then. So there were concrete barricades on both sides, and you know how busy that road is. Yeah. It's always Horrible. super busy. So we're coming down the hill to the exit. Y'all, the car cut out. <laughs> Y'all, this guy's name was Daryl. <laughs> Did he have a brother named Daryl, too? Just wait for it. Shout out to Daryl's at home, not to offend anyone, but like, come on, y'all. Have you ever met a baby named Daryl? <laughs> so, so, we're sitting in the right lane of the highway with Daryl and his El Camino. And we had to call for a tow truck. I feel like Burt Reynolds was in this movie, but go ahead. <laughs> so the tow truck comes. People are honking their horns at us while they drive by. And I'm just sitting there, oh, Jesus Christ, please take me home. <laughs> this is before dinner, right? Like, this is on the way Yeah, we to didn't dinner. make it to dinner. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Not tow truck man. Either. Tow truck man shows up. Ooh. Guess what his name is? Daryl. <laughs> I am psychic. <laughs> So there I am, riding back in the tow truck. With both Daryl's. Between Daryl and Daryl. Spirit's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was the first and only date I went on with Daryl. Can't blame you. Any Daryl. Oh, so I want to circle back to what Aaron had talk, uh, was talking about, about like toxic masculinity, but not really that. Kind of the politics of dating. Mm-hmm. And I know Cam and I were talking about earlier that, you know... Uh, we're both INFJs. Right? Yes. And so kind of introverted. 
Lots of Virgo planets. Never really been a person to, even in college, I was not the one to go out on Thirsty Thursday and, you know, was not my scene, still is not. So we were talking about just like the politics of like, oh, who pays for what? Who reaches out? And like, is it okay? Is it not okay? And I don't know about you, you guys, everyone. I'm just so sick of that. Right. I'm like here. I And I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, let me just be straight up with you. Uh, It's going to save us both a lot of pain. (laughs) You know, I tell you about me and I show you the real me on the first date versus, you know, six months in. Which is awesome. But um, it's a lot to get out there. And it's just. It's exhausting. It is Mm -hmm. so exhausting. Mm And, you know, there's nothing so mind-blowing as when you think you found the perfect person. Mm. And I will talk about a guy, and I'll call him Jerry, that I met on eHarmony many years ago. He was tall and good-looking. He had a house and a pool and a wonderful job and a great dog. He was kind. He was Canadian. I mean, he fit so many checks on my list. Did I say great body? I don't know if I said that. You didn't say that. I'd like to reiterate that. Okay. <laughs> but um, great body. And as the dates went on, he was very, you know, stoic. And I don't think he kissed me till our third date, but he let me know that he was very interested. Was he gay? He was not. Okay. Very old school, very old fashioned. And yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of nice and explosive and all of that stuff. But he was, in the end, one of the most boring people. Yeah. When the sun was up. That you've ever met in your entire life. So it was life. just fun when the sun went down. Right. Yeah. But you can't live in the nighttime all the time. Right. No, but life will keep you going back for that. You can put up with a lot of boring days and for I that. I think yeah. it's good to say. And God bless him. He was wonderful. But sure, right, right. just not my wonderful. Shout out to Jerry. We I hope think... you found something well. I mean. His name rhymes with that, but go ahead. Right, right. Harry Jerry. <laughs> right. I am. Um, <laughs> back to speaking of something that's sexy. For me, it has always been. Shocker. But like deep conversations, being able to carry on like long, deep (laughs) conversations, long, Long, deep deep. conversations with (laughs) a man. Um, (laughs) And I've never found that before Christian. Like people would not. Yeah. Yeah. I think people get so caught up in the chemistry and the explosiveness, but it's really who you are when you're in a room by yourself talking and alone and nothing else is going on that really, uh, to me, I find that sexy. It's like if you can still talk when no one else Mm -hmm. is there. Because, oh, man, did I spend a good year of my life on a person who is not right for me. Mm-hmm. We'll call him T. So I met T dating online. T-bag. Stays for sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, which, oh, dang, I was Sorry. early 20-something and such an idiot. Aren't we all? We have oh, all been there, absolutely. honey. All so there. I was at school in um, New Jersey at university, and I would, had met this guy online. And this guy was great. You know, I just, oh, he was tall. He was a lot of boxes. And um, I was going home for a little bit. And so we kind of broke it off, which dumb of me. I met somebody when I went back home to California. And I think I just have a rule now after him and like a couple other first dates, I should stay away from military people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shout out to what they do for <laughs> I us. I get it. Me I too. I got stuff Thank you for your service, throat. but like, protect no. me, sir. You're trained. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> well, so, I guess I was the exception, but go ahead. <laughs> um, you know, and I've had a lot of people in my family who are in the military, so right. it's not that. It's just not, I can't date that. Yeah. And um, like you said, Erin, <laughs> red flags about <laughs> that I just was like, I was in that stage of my life. I was like, oh, I should, everyone around me, like, dating seriously, yes. getting married, getting, I should be doing this. So, and I think both of us, 
we're trying to make each other something we're not in the long run. So we very are, common. Yeah. Mm. We had a lot of fun first time, like, you know, dates and everything. It was great. And then he went off to basic training, but there's a couple of stories in here because they're just gold. Um, so one of the first, I smell another episode, <laughs> one of the first <laughs> dates that we went on, I went to pick him up at his house. Cause you know, my car was operational and wasn't held together with like shoelaces. Um, <laughs> uh, there was times where I was in his car and I was like, today is it? I'm not coming back. Um, so, I've been there. So his family <laughs> was crazy. And I mean, I've been around crazy families. Uh, you know, we're right, all around right. brand of crazy. But this one, his stepsister called me some not so pleasant names. And I had never met this woman. Are they married now? I don't, <laughs> I don't to each other. Listen, that, you're, exactly. my ex, you're my ex for a reason. I don't hang around. So that was, <laughs> or he's at a furry convention in Vegas as we speak. <laughs> so, um, so oh, I let wolf. that go, and I was like, "She doesn't know me. Not my problem. Whatever." We date. He goes off to basic training. He wants me. He was Christian, and I am clearly not. And he knew this, but he wanted me to go to church with his parents. And I'm like, "Whatever, sure, peace." Uh, you know, what's one morning of my life? I was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever been, and I've been to a lot of churches, different right. you know denominations. I was so uncomfortable with that. I was yeah. just rock Jesus, strobe lights, things were happening. I have been vetoed by Christian parents of a paramour before, so I feel your pain. So well, no, 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 no. <laughs> not vetoed. It, it got way more awkward. We're outside after the service, and his stepmother proceeds to tell me about her nipple piercings and how it does not make pleasure more enjoyable. I'm sure my face was beat red. By the way, he was not there. He was in Texas at basic training. Red flags abound. Keep going. I'm getting the wrong kind of tingles right now. <laughs> so, um, y'all, medication for mental health is so important. <laughs> Whether it is Eastern, Western, pharmaceutical, etc., you should not. This is a PSA disclaimer from just Aaron. I won't speak for the ladies here. Do not share information about your nipple rings with your potential future daughter-in-law after no. a Sunday sermon. Carry on. <laughs> So red flags abound. Another thing that he had asked me, because he knew I was, you know, not Christian. And he said, okay, well, it's like, you know, we were talking about if we ever had kids. He's like, well, how would we raise them? I was like, well, I'd like to raise them as like not anything specific. Just like they get to choose kind of. Once they're a little more pagan. age of reason. Yeah. Like yeah. a little more pagan, a little more open to things. Right. Um, like pick what they want as long as they don't hurt people. And then he was going on. Bar, I feel. Yeah. Um, we accept her for who she is. Go ahead. She was like, <laughs> um, well, how would we teach them morals? And I just went, oh, excuse me, what? Now? <clears throat> he oh, said, yeah. you know, well, how would you teach them morals if they're not Christian? I was like. Are you saying I'm immoral? Because your mom has a nipple piercing. Let's just get this straight real quick. So that was Shout out to any lady who's listening for a man or non-binary whoever has a nipple piercing. You do you. But like, right. I just don't tell you your potential future daughter about it. It's the telling now. After the church service. Your dirty pillows are not a topic for the first date. In front of his father, people. This was just so awkward beyond all levels. So we were going on. I was like, well, because I don't tie it to either, you know, a good place or a bad place. It's just it is right or it is wrong. I think they were trying to see if you're open to a threesome, but go ahead. Oh gosh, I hope not. Uh, what? And then, <laughs> then the thing that was one of the, I mean, there was a lot of red flags people and I stayed because we were trying to make something work because I think that's what we thought we were supposed to do. Yep. It did not. No longer dating person, wish them well. I you know, just don't want them in my life. But the other thing that was big was um, <laughs> he thought dinosaurs 
were put in the earth as God's test to people's faith. And I was just like, wow, no, I just not for me. You know what? May he go in peace. That's that's what I'm going to say about this guy. And I have one more thing to say about nipple rings. I knew a guy who was in the Marines (laughs) and he was in Japan and he thought it'd be cool. He and his buddies went out and got drunk. They each got a nipple ring piercing. Well, a couple months later, he was having a crazy dream and he rolled over in the sheets and ripped that sucker out in the middle of the night. And he woke up bleeding from his nipple all over his sheets. So that's all I have to say about nipple rings. But if you have them and you like them, go in peace, my friends. Go in peace. Enjoy blood. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Can we close this out? And I want you all to say one thing. And I'm thinking of kind of like an album that I had that I think is just the most sexiest thing in the world. Because that was our topic. Sure. No, yeah. Avalon by Roxy Music. Ooh, okay. I have to check that one out. Oh. My friend, my friend, someone else. So why is it sexy to you? Because it is lush and not the kind of lush that I am. It is lush. <laughs> it is verdant. It is deep. And it is Brian Ferry. Okay, we're going to have to check that out. Mm. Justin Timberlake, bringing sexy back. Oh, I'm bringing sexy back. Ow. 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 Okay, it's <laughs> yeah. the noises, Reese. It's the noises, yeah. I get it. Okay, next. I want to know what love is by Foreigner. Oh, oh. Like, date yourself, girl. Yeah. That guy had a voice, though. Mm. That guy had a voice. That was, was, that was the ultimate ultimate makeout song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Back in the day. Okay. F3. <laughs> Imagine that. So grab a squeegee because your basement's going to be flooded. <laughs> is called, um, it's by Six L A C K, like Six Slack, but I think it's supposed to look like Black. Um, and it's called Free Six Slack. Um, it's a an R and B album. It sounds very out there, but his voice is just something else. And then Leon Bridges' Gold Diggers, mm-hmm. the deluxe edition. Yeah. Oh my god! And then honestly, like early Jonas Brothers, I can't remember what it is, but I literally used to like masturbate to it on BT. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a section in one of the songs where Nick like moans this like just guttural. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I literally am. We're right back now. to that voice, that McConaughey voice. <laughs> yeah. so, and I'm going to add one more. I'm sorry to interrupt. Just one more. It's a group called Cousteau, and I discovered them in England, and it was lush and it was sexy. Go ahead, Alexandra. Okay, so yeah. um, I think mine more has to do with the contents of the song, and I would have to say it's La Vie en Rose by Edith Piaf, oh, because no. the lyrics, and, I've, and I like EDM music, and I like slow jazz, and like everything kind of in between, but the part of the song where she's talking about let me see if i can say it il me dit de mots d'amour and de mots de jour like oh god i can't say it now sorry mouth i do speak french somewhat but he she's talking about how he tells her words of love and everyday words and sweet nothings and to me and just like that's kind of what i'm looking for it's like mm-hmm. kind of when so not the chemistry is gone but when that's like on the back burner, that that moment of that person, you look through the world with the rose colored glasses because they're there, and it's just so beautiful. So that's my that's, that's my beautiful. Song. That's a wonderful closing. Yeah. It is. So, what would you say in closing, Camille? I would say thank you so much for joining us as we went through our little sexy rants and kind of exposed ourselves a little more than we normally do. Yeah. If you guys feel comfortable exposing yourselves to us, <laughs> we would love to hear your stories of dating in the woo or just some, you know, good times and some bad times. Yeah. I smell a part two coming up in the future. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. I Yeah. The only thing that I have less is, is any of you have advice on how to go about this situation. You know, I'm growing my hair. I don't know. We're not doing a visual <laughs> recording. 
And so I'm trying to figure out what's going on because it's just, it's messing with my ears and, but I want it long and luscious. And I saw this really great hairstyle in a porn I watched recently. And I don't know how to bring it to a hairstylist without, you know, right. And say, Hey, here's this photo. Disregard all the dicks. So if any of you at home have any uh, advice on how to go about that with the hairstylist, that would be terrific. And again, I never disregard us. the dicks. Just, <laughs> just go for the headshot. <laughs> and that. We're out. We have resolutions. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.